cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And we're back. We're back. Chris, can you not jump in when I'm starting? We're back for another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Big Country, as always. On the other end of the mic, your other favorite host and part-time host. Say hello, boy. Hello, hello. Welcome back, Chris. <laughs> hey, I don't appreciate this part-time shit, okay? <laughs> as soon as you guys get equipped with the amount Neither of Neither does your employer. Have... Close, dude. I got, Listen, I got three. Uh, okay. I, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back, and it's been a, a chore to get on these regular okay. uh, podcasts that we have. So, But I'm back. Yeah, it has, man. We're just, we're just, we're just busting your coochie, man. Yeah, Don't worry our, about it. We love you. Our we ratings you. have dropped yeah, because you. you're not on the show, Chris. Well, when Everybody's you take the most handsome guy out of some police officers, <laughs> when you take the, yeah, the most, let's go with that. when you take the most handsome guy out, they're gonna stop watching. So I bet our listening, well, our listeners, uh, of course, Chris is having some connection, but we'll let him work that out. We do have a very Oh, I'm gonna punch this guy right in his face, right in his face. Just go park closer to the building, Chris. So you get better Wi-Fi. Anyways, we do have a special guest on the show tonight. Before um, I let Chris, if his connection works, introduce uh, his friend who's joining us on the show. I'm very excited to talk to her tonight. Um, Want to thank you guys again for all the massive support that we've seen uh, these last few weeks with the three-part episode we did about 9/11, which we would love to ask Jerry some questions about that. Um, and, but our last episode with Nathaniel Gillis, man, it's always so much fun talking to that guy, a demonologist. Uh, it's so awesome to hear him talk and he always has a great time on his show. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that leading into the month yeah, of October. My, 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 uh, we do my have... wife saged the computer after that episode. That's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a joke. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I straight up slept with a Bible on my chest and like a like a a, a whole lanyard of garlic. I didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Can never be too yeah, sick. Fucking thunder. Is it thunder and lightning? Shit's knocking on dude. my door. I, no, yeah, not it was a wild time. Yeah, it did happening. take a little turn there. So Chris, Chris, you're back. I'm back. I. It's not my internet. We got a message saying it's your internet. So maybe you should upgrade. Okay, maybe you should pay your bills funny. on time. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> First of all. Okay, all right, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm trying. <laughs> Second of all, um, 
We just had a crazy storm that re- rolled through Kansas. So yeah, you guys. Well, fucking, but I have fiber. The, the, the so. football game was delayed last night because of you guys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So whenever they have lightning, they got like thirty minutes. All right. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of like when they say like car. Car. All right, game yeah. on. Well, you, hey, you definitely don't. Happy, um, so Chris, you Chiefs lose. <sighs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Dude, I might lose in my fantasy league this week because. Tyreek Hill didn't do shit again. Yeah, I did. Again, I, I think last week he dropped like 30-something points. So, I mean, settle down. He's He's been doing yeah, He He scored 50 points last week when I, I sat him on the bench <laughs> because week two and three, he scored five and seven. So well, That's your own fault. Yeah, you got to roll the dice with that yeah, guy. It's, I was it's like, 50 or five, so take your pick. Yeah, I, it's true. That's true. Um, so, Chris, you uh, uh, have worked your tail off right to get our guest on the show tonight and so why don't you do the honors of uh introducing well uh i have a great friend that has come on to the show to give us some education about what's kind of going on down here in the san diego area as far as some of the covid mandates um this is someone that's feeling the pressure uh from her work that's basically mandating um her entire workforce uh, to get the COVID vaccine, and she's been doing a lot of work um, to push back against that. Uh, God bless her, uh, protecting her civil liberties as a person, um, and also standing up for just not just her organization, but she's reached out to multiple organizations and put together rallies and is doing great work. Uh, this is a great family friend of mine. Uh, this is one of my wife's best friends. Um, she is. Uh, the real hero of, of the group. She's a, she's a firefighter, um, puts us cops <laughs> plus guys to shame all the time and uh, putting out fires and coming and rescuing people. Uh, I've been at work. I've seen her and her element and uh, see her do her thing. Uh, she is quite the skilled uh, firefighter and engineer. Um, and her, I just, without further ado, uh, Jerry, uh, welcome to our show. Thank you, everybody, for having me. This is awesome. All right, all right. You're very welcome. Jerry, so thanks for joining us. I want to throw us. this out um, there, too. Good luck buying groceries after this. Jerry one. may be one of the first females to watch our shows. Her first episode was uh, when she watched was when Sam came on the show, and she goes, "All right, I don't know if you got, I don't know, oh. I don't know if you guys are targeting the the female audience, but uh, she stuck through <laughs> and she's she's listened to us from the beginning, and uh, she's." finally got her on the show now so this is absolutely a pleasure heck yeah jerry tell us that makes you jerry, a tell us, yeah um jerry tell us about your career and how you get started okay so um, i'm originally from new jersey and i moved to san diego when i was 21 and i was going to school to be a school teacher and i was sitting across from a fire station going how cool of a job is that and I just happened to know some firefighters, and I looked into it, and two years later, I became a firefighter for the city of San Diego. And a few years later, I went to paramedic school, and then uh, my career kind of just took off. I've done everything from head of the women's committee. I helped create a girls' empowerment camp where we take teenage girls and show them how to be firefighters for a weekend. That's awesome. I was the first woman to be on the local 145, which is our union board. Uh, Nice. So um, right now I'm at about 17 years as a paramedic firefighter that also drives a fire engine. Oh, wow. It's, Whoa. 
pretty cool. And then I'm also currently working at the airport fire station where we have these massively big, uh, we call them ARF rigs, for in case things go bad at the airport. So I've had a pretty cool career. Um, I winded up meeting my significant other through the job. He is also a firefighter for an agency down in San Diego, and we have two beautiful kids. And uh, we love our job. We love what we do. I, I think I've been a pretty stellar employee, never been in trouble, created all these recruitment stuff. And, and we sat through COVID. We got sick with COVID. We brought COVID home before we knew how to protect ourselves, got all my family sick, went back to work, been serving the community. And now this is the thank you we get. Mm -hmm. If we don't get a vaccine by December 1st, city's going to fire a bunch of city employees. That's crazy. Um, we didn't start the fire because <laughs> the fires are I know, ruined. I know SDPD is, is already facing pretty huge, uh, losses as far as officers go. Um, are you guys understaffed as well currently? Yeah, it's insane. So I, along with working at the airport fire station, one of our tasks at that station is staffing for the whole department. So I have a very good finger on the pulse and unfortunately, Years ago, I don't know if you remember, but we did things called brownouts. Mm -hmm. So when we were in a really bad financial position, the city browned out Raised fire it. stations. Mm -hmm. we've, we've never recovered. Yeah. We have never recovered to full staffing. Right now, I can give you an example. This weekend alone, actually yesterday alone, we forced, and that's what we call it, we have constant minimal staffing in the city. That means unlike police, they shut a unit down. Mm -hmm. We don't shut units down. So we force people to work. So we force over 80 employees out of a thousand to stay at work yesterday. This month alone, we have forced over 500 times. So that Damn. means because we work 24 hour shifts, these individuals are not going home for days. Jeez. And this is our current staffing model. Now imagine when you lose a hundred for not getting back. Yeah. PD has a couple hundred. And if we look at the city, like MEA, we have thousands of employees. And we're talking park and rec, crash. It's, it's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, we're already seeing the effects of people not working just because they don't want to work. And on top of that, the people that have been working throughout all this, I think all of us here are what were called at one time essential employees. Now it seems like they could care mm -hmm. less. Um, but we're already, everywhere is already <laughs> low staff. And, and the craziest part, about all of this to me is that they're willing to terminate all of the first responders, whether it's the medical staff, police officers, firefighters, they're, they're willing to get rid of everybody just because they won't comply with getting a shot. And, uh, I think they're going, I mean, optimistically, I would think that they would think ahead and realize, okay, we're potentially going to lose hundreds and hundreds of employees from station to station, agency to agency. And it just seems like they don't care. They're, they're going to press you until you build, get the shot. Build back better. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go Brandon. And the question is, okay, so here's the real question. So up to December 1st, mm -hmm. we are safe to respond to people. We've been safe to respond to homes. We've been safe to respond. But once that deadline hits of November, uh, December 1st, oh, no, we're not safe anymore. That's, uh, that's and then COVID's COVID's, yeah, COVID's like got that. a calendar. <laughs> COVID's got a watch. Oh, you mean calendar. like the, 
Like the re- restaurants too, yeah. not when you're walking yeah. through, but only when you're sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wonder. I wonder if they've ever done any studies on like, uh, like the midget population. If they just uh, skate yeah, through this, the world's largest low pandemic, profile. You know what I mean? With low profile, makes, low profile. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> they're down there. It just goes right over their head. <laughs> and I mean, you guys have seen. You've seen all the information coming out the last few weeks that vaccinated or not you don't prevent transmission Mm -hmm. or getting it yes the vaccine some can agree that maybe it helps with the illness but if it doesn't prevent me from catching Mm -hmm. and it doesn't prevent me from transmitting it then why would you put the san diego city at risk safety wise Mm -hmm. yeah exactly force a vaccine yeah it's it's just weird because you guys are allowed to respond to you know, patients with all kinds of different illnesses and uh, things that could could actually harm you long term. You know, if, if you have to respond to somebody with uh, hepatitis or HIV and, and you don't you know care for yourself properly, you can end up sick. But it seems like they're so much more worried about you getting a disease that's over 99 percent, you know, survival rate. And uh, one of the things is, is that they'll tell you, well, it could have long term effects, but the shot is killing people, you know, it's, it's damaging people long-term It's that they're never going to be able to recover from. Cause you can't, you can't take the shot back once you get it. You know what I mean? And, and I know, well, we don't even, I know, yeah, we don't I know. even know, dude, we don't even know what's going to be the long-term effects because this is, uh, we've only seen what about six to seven months of the vaccine being yeah. out there. So when I hear long-term effects, I'm thinking 10 years, 15 years we don't know that and that's why it's the big unknown and that's why it scares so many of us is because they've rushed to get this thing out there and like jerry said it doesn't prevent people from getting it it doesn't prevent people from transmitting Mm -hmm. it what is it doing jerry says it it lowers the symptoms jerry you experienced covid was it anything like you've ever experienced as far as uh flu i mean how bad was it talk about that um it was different, and that's the only thing I can really say. Like, it, it felt like, felt like, <laughs> felt like something like, really, that was not natural. Uh, and I, I know that sounds weird. Oh no! But you this know, is I, a weird show. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had, you know, I've had the flu. I've had pneumonia. I have Epstein Barr. I've been sick before. So, but this you've thing, had Epstein Barr. You went to Epstein's bar. How was I that? did. It was, was, that delicious. Delicious. It was amazing. Um, Bill Cosby, the bartender. What's that guy like? Oh, maybe. Welcome to Epstein's bar. Don't worry about the brain. <laughs> that was that was crude. That was crude. I, I know that I when we talked about, um, about it, <laughs> Jerry. I know that when we talked about it, you said it was like something systematically going through your body. And you felt it that's like what, that's attacking. what I felt like. It, like it was like attacking certain like from head to toe, looking for a weakness to where it could like really get you down and knock you down. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'm, I just in my mind with the survival rate that it it has. I mean, the numbers are out there, and people want talk about science. Follow the science. We're talking about <laughs> a ninety eight percent survival rate. What world do I need to put a vaccine into myself? To give me that two percent, I mean, so that to guarantee yeah. that I don't die from this, it's fucking well, insane. Well, to me. Absolutely well, the, insane. The, the effectiveness rates of the vaccines are dropping. 
because we're starting to see, you know, people further out from having the shot. So uh, I think it was Moderna was as low as like 68% effective, you know. But the, <laughs> that's hey, that's passing shit, in high school. Yeah, that's passing. D, D will get you a diploma. But the <laughs> the 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 part the part that just doesn't make any sense is when they tell you trust the science. Well, part of science is asking questions, right? And they shut it down at every turn. They just want you to get the shot. We said get the shot. You're going to get the shot. Um, and and I think now people are are getting ramped up because they're coming after the kids. They want to do uh, from 12 to 16, and they're hoping to approve 5 to 12 within the next couple of months. And I don't know one parent, I know maybe one parent, that is okay with that. And Yeah, and we all got sick. I mean, it was like a really bad flu, yeah. uh, to be honest. It was a really bad flu. And it was really interesting because we winded up having a few of us sick. Mm-hmm. And age-wise, the oldest got the sickest. Mm-hmm. As you got younger, it was, they had like more colds. And then you got to my kids and my kids had a 24 hour Mm -hmm. fever where they laid on the couch, which as Chris knows, those are not my kids to lay on the couch for 24 (laughs) hours. And then they were done Yeah, and we were all done and crazy. I pulled my antibodies the other day, 10 months later, I still have all my antibodies. See, see, and, and I remember Dr. Fauci saying, well, because someone said, well, uh, isn't it true that, you know, antibodies your natural antibodies are going to be stronger at resisting a second turnaround of COVID if you've already had it? And he said, well, we don't have any long term proof of that, so we shouldn't depend on that. And of course, the reporter doesn't do their job and ask him, well, we don't have any long term reporting of a vaccine being effective for anybody, you know, but they these are the people that are telling you we're the scientists. You got to listen to us. Ah, I love that. If, yeah, well, I think, vaccines, uh, vaccines, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 I was just going to say real quick, Jerry, before you jump in there, because you had mentioned um, that, you know, they're, they're wanting to. Well, you, before we started recording, you're talking about the testing and stuff like that. So we'll, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But I'm sure you guys heard about the story um, that a four year old was mistakenly given the adult two, COVID vaccine instead of the two flu kids. Shot. Two of their kids were yeah, two kids. So. So here's the thing, okay? It was, a, it was in Maryland, four-year-old girl, uh, one, at least one of the stories, was given a, um, the first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine instead of the seasonal flu shot she was scheduled to receive at her local pharmacy. Um, Victoria Oliver brought her daughter to get the flu vaccine, a flu, that's not a flu vaccine, to a, a Walgreens in Baltimore where a pharmacist mistakenly administered an adult dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. First of all, why are you giving a four-year-old a flu shot? That's the first question. The second question is, how the fuck uh, do you mistakenly give a child a vaccine instead of the flu? Like, uh, oh, okay. Honestly. (laughs) um, Like, does anybody actually buy that that was a mistake? Like, real, like a real, like I mistakenly read fucking COVID instead of well, the flu so so when you when you make an appointment especially for pfizer as far as i understand it is you you call to make that appointment and then they assign that little vial with its serial number to you so i don't know how those get mixed up you know what i mean i don't think it was an accident at all if anything and no. you know being whiskey beer and conspiracies 
If anything, I think they intentionally were trying to inject a child with it just to see what happens. And yeah. Or yeah. the mom was so scared because of media that she just wants to protect her child at all costs. Yeah. And, and, uh, that's good unfortunately, I don't know if this is the same story or not, Big Country, but, um, the one I had read about the two kids, they sent them to their local hospital to, uh, make sure everything was okay. They saw a cardiologist, and it turns out they're having heart issues. So, oh, man, but it's not, that's not from the vaccine. It pro- yeah. It's just a massive coincidence, you know. <laughs> That two kids from the same pharmacy get the same shot. Oh wow! Let me read you guys just real quick. So I'm 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 I pulled this up from an an article that they reported on it. Now they have a comment section. The top comment, the first comment is, as a retired MD, I guarantee that in most settings, doctors' offices, pharmacies, hospital, this error. Uh, would have been buried and never seen the light of day. As long as the child did not have any immediate reaction, the child and parent would have been sent on their way and never told about the errors. Kudos to the pharmacy for owning up to their error and emphasizing the process to reduce future errors rather than keeping blame solely on an individual. Fuck. I mean, we've talked about medical, you know, tyranny before. I mean, we've been through so many episodes where... I've personally discussed things. Boya has experiences. Chris has experiences where I don't look. I go to the doctor if I have a bone sticking out of my skin, and that's about <laughs> it. Moving forward, you know what I mean. Um, I want to share this guys with you real quick. That uh, uh, a coworker of mine has a heart condition, and he had like open heart surgery, I guess, years ago. And he said he said they had they had kind of fuck. Oh man, move my camera. Sorry, they had kind of fucked him up. Um, and I said, well, what are you talking about? Well, he said that he had this nurse that would come in every night and would wake him up, wake him up, wake him up. And he just had open heart surgery. And he was like, why do you do that every night? And she was like, well, it's, it's, proto- it's protocol that I come in and wake you up and ask you what medication you've been taking, which ones you need. And he's like, my chart's right there. I literally just had open heart surgery. And you're coming in here every like half an hour and waking me up. <laughs> and... um. He said there was another nurse that was with her, a, a big guy. And um, he said that the, the, the lady nurse started kind of getting chippy with him. And he was, like, getting upset, you know, because he's all drugged up and tired and, like, almost fucking yeah. died and all that shit. So the big nurse kind of leans into him and he goes, hey, man, he's like, I wouldn't talk to her like that. She'll fuck what you the up. Fuck? And he was like, what? So then he goes to sleep that night, right? finally comes to his wife is there in tears he thinks he's only been asleep for like a, you know i went to sleep woke up the next day he said um his wife said you've been out for two days and Shit. he was like what are you talking about and so his heart surgeon comes in and he goes what are you still doing here and he's like i don't they i've been here looks at his charts found out that he's been given a medication that you do not give a patient who's just had open heart surgery dude and then it was rushed he like the doctor went out and talked to him he's like you're going home today and then his wife was like i'm taking you home today no matter what and the heart surgeon was like yeah we need to get you out of here so i asked him i was like did you think that that guy was trying to warn you maybe and he i guess had talked to an attorney and he's like unfortunately even with the charts it would be hard to prove that she did it like intentionally and that just kind of referred me back to that episode boy we did charles about cullen, charles yeah. cullen right the angel the the um 
the angel yeah. of death, right? Just just walking into people's rooms and sticking yeah. them with shit. So, Jeez. I mean, that's some fucking scary stuff. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And, you know, with what you're facing, Jerry, in your department, and Chris in yours, I mean, uh, what what do you guys think, and, and, and we'll kind of get a little bit back on track here, what is the end game of getting rid of first responders like the people that actually fucking show up to work i mean i'm convinced that california is going to run out of taxpayers in like two <laughs> years right because everyone's just fucking leaving um what's the end game i for me i mean i can't see a realistic one and being that we're on conspiracy theories right now it, yeah. it, <laughs> i mean is california a big experiment for Gavin Newsom and Kamala and Biden to say if we can do it in California we can do it anywhere because it makes no it makes no sense yeah like I, I can't it takes 17 months to effectively hire not even hire once a firefighter's hired it takes 17 months to be trained to be up and going mm -hmm. so you're gonna fire 50 people and tr what are you gonna do in the interim you're gonna fire a hundred cops I mean, people have said, are you trying to defund things? Is it a way to defund? Didn't even think about that. That is a... Man. So, oh, I had brought that up. I, Jerry's I know dropping that. bombs. I had, I had said something similar, Jerry, because it's a long process for law enforcement, enforcement to get hired, too. And I understand when you were talking about earlier about being at minimums, we go out and we're going out under priority, the amount of officers that our office says, this is how many officers that we need to cover our area on a daily basis. And I don't recall the last time that we hit the priority number. And now you talk about forcing people to do this mandate. And I had a, I, we, I said earlier, I had a conversation with an individual that represents us at our office. And he's like, oh, well, San Diego PD said they had like two or 300 people that were going to quit. And well, only like three people quit. So it's not really, when it comes down to it, people are just going to get the shot. And then I was like, well, are they going to mandate us? And he kind of hemmed and hawed about it and kind of skirted around the questions. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I was like, hey, I get the testing. You want to test me? Fine. I'll be tested for it. You want to shove something up my nose? And then, you know, what's going to happen? If I test positive, I just, I just tested the guy that tested me is going to be in, in contact with me. What are you going to do with him? Yeah. Are you going to send me and him home? Yeah, and everybody you've now, been if in I contact get a false with? Pos if, if I get a positive test, <laughs> I go home and quarantine for 10 days regardless. Mm -hmm. Done. Stupid. Off shift. So th so now I'm out. The guy I've come in contact with, I'm sure they're going to send him home because he came in contact with mm -hmm. me. What about the individuals that I came in contact as I'm walking into the office? Yeah. There's ne they've or, never thought about, about any the, of the logistics of getting all this What about the person tested. you arrested the day before? Yeah. Are they going to call him in jail? Hey, uh, you might need to get tested which opens up maybe future litigation because i'm sure there's somebody out there who's like you know what this motherfucker got me covid and not not, not that everyone that you arrest talks about that, i'm just saying <laughs> well, now he, he generally him. speaking but the point is you're not even they're only testing you yeah. they're not yeah, they're, they're not, not testing, testing the vaccinated testing. no and the vaccinated no, are still transmitting exactly, so what, exactly. what are you doing it, it's amazing because they they're just acting like it's not happening um, I had told this story a few times on the show that I had gotten an email from, from, from Kaiser saying that if you want to come to the office, you have to have either show proof of vaccination or have to have a negative test within the past two seventy two hours. 
So I had asked them, well, what are we, are we testing the vaccinated? Do they need to show a negative test as well? Because it's, it's apparent that they're contracting it. They're spreading it. Um, same as, as us pure bloods and we're getting treated differently. So we're, (laughs) I don't know, dude, I'm a mud blood man. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) If you're okay, mud blood, did you get your second booster yet? (laughs) Well, you do. You know that your your wife made me that sticker for the car, and I have a sticker on the back of my says car. You're vaccinated. That says transporting a. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's uh, it sucks that they've stolen that fucking term now because it sa- uh, the sticker says transporting a filthy little mudblood because <laughs> fucking my son and I are slithering until we die. But um, so I I wanted to share something. I don't know if you guys saw um white rabbits video yesterday he put up on his instagram shout out to that guy i know he got he got kicked from apple again so he's working on another on another platform but he said that he went into a grocery store and he was talking to somebody wearing a mask now i mean i've kind of recently drawn a line in the sand about masks remember how i told you guys that they were wearing a mask at the warehouse so i stopped wearing it like two Mm -hmm. weeks ago and I was, I was like, oh, please let someone, please, <laughs> come on, just come up and say, please. Say some. No one ever said anything to me. And then um, I took a day off last week just to, just to hang out with the family for a bit because I've been doing seven days for like the past three weeks. But um, I come back to work the next day and they're like, yeah, no more masks. And I was like, trendsetter. Well, I was, <laughs> oh, hey, man, maybe I was, you know, the, the, the big dick swinging walking through there, but. He said that so, uh, he had walked into a grocery store and he was talking to the, sorry, I mean, to cut you off, Chris. Uh, he was talking to this guy who was wearing a mask and he was like, Hey man, he's like, why are you wearing a mask? Like, you don't have to, you know, we're just in here getting some groceries. Yeah. And he's like, well, but if I'm wearing a mask, they won't let me in the store. And he goes, I'm in the store. <laughs> you see me in the store right now, right? I'm, I'm physically in yeah. front of you with no mask on my face. <laughs> And the guy's like, well, security. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Fauci yeah. when you need him? <clears throat> so, uh, Chris, Jerry, what were you what, going to say? Jerry, what's your opinion on the mask? As a being out in public and doing the job that you do, I, I can tell you how what my perception of it is. But what's your perception on is it even is it sensible at all to wear a mask doing what we do, running around trying to do our job? I don't. I don't believe so. I think people that wear masks, there's certain settings, obviously, and you know, Chris, where there's there's pretty highly transmittable diseases that you will always wear a mask, but we train to wear a mask. We train to wear protective gear. I love seeing people when we were in mid-pandemic, and they had the gloves on, and they had the mask on, (laughs) and then they stick their hands in their wallet, and then they take their credit card and then they swipe things and they touch the face and they touch the door of the car. It's like, that's not the intent of protective gear. You put a mask on while there's a sterile environment, mm-hmm. you take it off, it goes in the garbage, you wash your hands. The way we're wearing masks, it's just, it's a <coughs> compliance thing and it makes people feel safe. And it, takes away the fact that, oh, I should really wash my hands. Ooh, I should probably stay far away from people. So they put the mask on and they think they go back to their normal day. And it's, uh, it's comfort. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems like right. more of a security blanket nowadays. Um, but I think especially with what you and Chris do, you, your guys' 
facial expressions kind of mean a lot in in that moment because things can be so hectic. Um, so when someone approaches you, you don't really have a, a you know, depending on the situation, you don't really have the right sense of mind to to listen to somebody with something over their face and follow their instructions. Um, I think it's much more comforting to see someone's face, see their reaction uh, when they're rendering aid or, you know, Chris, plenty of times where you've had to, to run over and help people and things like that. And when when you're yeah. in the position, especially with the stigma that these psychos are putting on police officers, I think that face to face is super important. And it seems like it came. Well, they talk, seem, they, it's, they talk about us wanting to de- de-escalate things. Yeah. I can't de-escalate if I show, if I'm showing just this, you can't, you can't mm-hmm. see me trying to talk to you in a calm tone and say, Hey, yeah. let's put the knife down or, Hey, we don't need to, we don't need to be yelling. Let's calm down, you know, to try to bring the, everyone's mm-hmm. emotions down. It, you lose that, that facial interaction that people have cues that they express that you're able to pick up on and they can see that I'm calm when I walk up to a car and that mm-hmm. I'm not agitated and that they can put their defense down. Oh, he's just coming to talk to me. Something I did yeah. something wrong and he's, he's ca- talking to me in a calm manner, you know? So yeah, I, yeah. I don't feel that it's safe for officers. It doesn't do anything for me. I'm away from cars typically anyway. I'm not like right on top of people and, you know, unless I'm fighting and wrestling with them in that six foot zone anyway. So it doesn't really mm-hmm. do any, you know, good for me, but you know, my mm-hmm. wife was in L.A., and L.A. is the, the mass Nazi central Ugh. of the world. So she's sitting Gross. in a hockey uh, rink, and a person comes up and hands her a mask and says, they want us to wear this. And my wife turns and said, well, thank you, but I'm not going to wear it and have a good day. And the guy <laughs> walked away. So, you know, my wife's done it should have been mask. like the New World yeah. Order. Nah. They want yeah, us to wear they? this. The Illuminati. Uh, well, I, I find it interesting <laughs> yeah. that they started making first responders wear these masks uh, leading up into the events of last summer um, and the whole defund the police idea, you know. So that that kind of takes away a little bit more of, of what first responders are trying to accomplish in a positive way. Um, it's just ter- the, the, the timing couldn't have been better. And, and it's almost like it was planned. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it is a push, and if you talk about, Jerry talked about it, and I talked about it, our minimums being so low, and how long mm-hmm. is the process to get people to, to get hired on. If they do push out, if they push out 100 firefighters, if they push out, you know, 120 uh, law enforcement from different agencies, mm-hmm. if you just take 20 guys that stick to their guns and say, I'm not going to do it, um, from 20 agencies up and down our state of California, yeah. Now, trying to backfill those positions, that's the defunding that they want. And then what's going to happen? You know, crime's going to increase. People are not going to get help when they're calling 911. You know, things are going to start happening. And then that's when they're going to come in and say, we have an emergency. We have a crisis. Our police can't handle this anymore. And how are they going to do it? They're going to send oh, in the National you, Guard. You, like they're talking, like they're talking, like they're talking, like they're talking about in New York, right? They lose mm-hmm. all these nurses. We'll send the National Guard in there to do that. And then who does the National Guard report to? The federal government, right? So they're going to keep mm-hmm. pushing. And then when they can't get the job done, they're going to say, whoa, we can't get it. We need to, we need to form a unit. Don't say We it. need to form something. 
I'm telling you that you guys have got this. We ball need rolling we for, need for like a, a nation that's united, like the we could call ourselves like the UN, and we can wear blue helmets and we can roam the streets of America. <laughs> um, I've always said that's a terrible I'm idea. Like trying to put my trying to put my put a name on it. Yeah. United? No, so, no, no, no. Gestapo? No, no. no they, somebody took that order. already. New World Order. Yeah. New I, I mean, order. I, the, the UN <laughs> occupying U, U, U.S. streets. Terrible idea, uh, but I'll be stacking blue helmets. Um, now, now, Jerry, you've been you've been kind of in this fight for for a while, and and I don't mean you know the type of fight that me and Big Country are doing, where we're not wearing masks going into grocery stores. You're actually organizing um, and and getting things together to to fight this. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So. Basically, within the city, we have multiple union representations, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, they're basing their desire, whether to support personal choice or not, on a law from 100 years ago saying that employers have a right to mandate vaccines. Mm -hmm. But I was pretty sure when I served on the union board that the intent of unions were to protect everyone, mm -hmm. not protect the majority. So what they have clearly stated was there's such a small percentage of you that don't want to get vaccinated that we're going to work on just taking care of the vaccinated because it helps us with negotiation. It helps us with raising. Wow. You guys figure it out. So that's happening in all the unions. And basically we have had to create coalitions within our mm. unions by ourselves to fight these mandates. So we are working with PD. We're working with MEA. We're working with. LA Firefighters for Freedom, who are doing amazing work up there, and they've got Kennedy on board. Yeah. So we are now coming together, and we're going to do a rally coming up at Civil Center downtown San Diego, and we're going to invite all the wives, husbands, and kids. So we have had to learn to organize and hopefully shift this intention. Yeah. Because otherwise, we're, I mean, and they're saying, hey, just fill out a religious or medical exemption. Well, you know, a few years back, they passed a law that said any doctor that writes a medical exemption against vaccines, if they write more than five, they're going to get audited by the state. <laughs> so what doctor is going to write a medical exemption? No. And then the best part is the religious exemptions go to HR. So HR is going to make a decision, deny or pass. How is HR certified to make a determination on a religious exemption? for an emergency use vaccine mm -hmm. that is not even FDA approved. Right. Still not. Yeah, still not. Still not. Still not. Still, yeah, still not. And I think that's something that people uh, don't quite understand is that the what they said was approved is not the the same vaccine that everybody is taking. And it's still emergency use authorization. That's how they're going to try and push it on to the kids, you know. But... Um, I, I feel like, I mean, we've all seen the, the city council meetings and things like that. And plenty of viral videos from there. But um, I, I feel like none of them are listening to, to anybody. And every time I hear Nathan Fletcher speak, I want to punch him in his face. And then I'll punch Todd Gloria in the face immediately after that because he pushes all of these people in front of him to answer the questions. When's the last time Todd Gloria stood in front of a camera? And answered any questions about this. And he, he won't. Nathan Fletcher won't even look parents in their eyes when, when they gather at those meetings to talk about the plans they have for our children. Um, and 
I, I think that of what's going to end up happening, because they, they talk about we need to protect the vaccinated. Well, there's plenty of vaccinated people. Here, but here's the thing. What th there's plenty of vaccinated people. There's plenty of vaccinated people who agree that the vaccination should be a choice. And I think they're forgetting about those people who are going to end up taking a stand for their family members, their coworkers, their friends that made the choice to not take the vaccination. And it's going to take that hard line in the sand and, and mobilization like Jerry's doing, linking up with all these other groups to say, no, fuck that. We're not doing it. You know? Um, Cause I can guarantee you, Nathan Fletcher isn't going to go out there and arrest people or, or put fires out, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, it really does just come down, down to a personal choice. You should yeah. do, there's nobody that knows my health and my body and the way I, way I react to things like I do. And we go to these medical people when we're out of our norm and we don't know what to do because something's really wrong and we feel that. Okay? Yeah. It's a personal choice. I keep myself very healthy. I'm very fit. My wife cooks, you know, all of our meals. We do. We don't eat out. We, you know, we don't put garbage in our body. And we all, all my kids are healthy. All, my wife is extremely healthy. I've never, I don't recall the last time I got the flu vaccine ever. I don't. Don't, don't need and it. I don't get sick. I yeah. don't get, I don't get sick very often. You know, I know that if I was to get something that I probably have enough immunity to be able to fight it off. Mm -hmm. And I trust that my body's going to work that, that way. Now, if I got sick, if I died tomorrow, you know, and people are going to be like, oh, well, shame on him. No, because I am taking that choice and I should be allowed to have that choice as an individual of this free country. Mm -hmm. And when we start giving away these little bits and pieces of our freedom, we don't get them back. People don't no. seem to realize as we give these rights back over to the government and, and go, go with the flow of these mandates, we will never, ever get them back. You know, that's mm -hmm. why they were able to push the, the bass on us. That's why they were able to push the, the sheep out there that are just sitting in front of their TV. Everyone's dying from COVID. Everyone's dying from COVID. <laughs> I kept saying when I start rolling around and I start seeing a bunch of bodies on the side of the road, then yeah. I'll get a little nervous, but I haven't we'll seen worry. that yet. Nothing, no. nothing out of the ordinary. And, you know, I just think that the public needs to wake up just a little bit. And you're right. We do need to organize. We've got to come together. We, I'm not hating anyone that wants to get the vaccine. If anyone wants to get the vaccine, go get the vaccine. Yeah. If that's what you need to do to feel healthy or to keep yourself safe, do it. But I'm going to take care of my body and I'm going to take care of my family the best way I know how. I'm going to go out there and research, find out the information, realize that it's not FDA approved, realize that this is a rushed uh, new experimental uh, shot they want to stick in us, you know, that we have to get once, twice, a booster, and then what next year, and then the year after that. It's a money-making machine for the— They're saying, the, like, every six months they want you to get a booster. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, the people that already have got the shot, there's a there's a majority that regret mm -hmm. it because they were driven down with screws on a fire engine to a facility. So can Jesus. you imagine being a young firefighter on a crew on duty when rest of your crew is getting vaccinated and you're like, you're, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. So we that's why we have such high percentages. 
But then the people I know are like, I just got it, be done with it. Mm-hmm. But I talked to them about the booster. I said, in a few months, you're not going to be vaccinated. What are you going to do? They go, I'm not getting a booster. I'm like, why? Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure you're not going to be vaccinated and you're going to be on the chopping block like we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. now they're only considering people with a booster fully vaccinated, right? Or soon to. Not, not yet, but I think that's. I think that's right around the corner. Yeah, because I, I think yeah, in Israel, yeah. where over 98% of the population is vaccinated and the cases are sky high with people being intubated and, and on ICU beds, um, but they don't talk about that. But they they said there, now you're not considered fully vaccinated unless you have a third booster. Um, and and it, this is insane. It's a, it, it's an mRNA vaccine. It's, it's fucking with your DNA. And they want to update you every six months. This is this. Well, and it's not even a vaccine. Like, yeah. if let's, if realistically, yeah. let's think about this and talk about it because it's it's not a vaccine. It's gene therapy, yeah. and it's yeah. an experimental. Experimental, yeah. So under the emergency use, we have a right to say, "I don't want to be part of this experiment," and that choice to not want to be part of the experiment should not come at the livelihood of my family mm-hmm. because of a. Because I am a firefighter, but because I'm not choosing to be part of this experiment, they're going to fire me. Yeah. I go, how is that fair? And I, I love that everyone's like, my body, my choice, my body, my choice. Oh, unless it's vaccine, yeah. then <laughs> you have no choice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and But they, mm-hmm. they, they sugarcoat it and say, no, you have a choice. You either get it or you get fired. Or you get fired. Yeah, that's, How's that a choice? That's not the choice. Yeah, exactly. The, you, you got one door to choose from. And... They don't give a shit if you have an adverse reaction. They don't care if you end up with Bell's palsy or a heart arrhythmia or or deep vein thrombosis and end up in the ICU. At least you'll get a bed blood because they're considering you. you. Yeah, exactly. Blood yeah. clots in your lungs, fluid in your lungs, and it's or just or dead. Just dead. Yeah, but the the they're starting. They want to take out all the first responders. Some people. I know people that have had the vaccine and they've had no adverse reactions and hopefully it stays that way. Um, but I work with a guy who got his first shot. Weird enough, he had COVID a couple of weeks prior to that, then gets the shot afterwards and said that he's not getting a second shot. He said that first shot was worse than COVID. Well, and, you know, I'm not I'm very pro-choice and I'm not a fan of vaccines, but I would not consider myself anti mm-hmm. We advise Brian's parents to get vaccinated. They're both in their 70s. Mm-hmm. They have underlying health conditions. It's a risk yeah. assessment. And yeah. everyone needs to do that risk assessment. And I think, I, I mean, I think Trump did a great job. He forced this vaccine to go out. But the intent of the vaccine should have been to be able to save the old and the Exactly. Old. Everybody else should have got COVID, natural immunity, and we would have been over this shit yep. by now. Yep. And there's plenty of doctors saying that, yeah. but they all, you know... Science denier, <laughs> yeah. Jerry, you, you bigoted, <laughs> racist science denier. How can you, how can you live with your? I can't believe it. You're a sick human being. Trust, Trust the, science. the science, yeah. Trust the science, right? Hey, hey you guys watch that Fauci uh, documentary yet? It's on my watch list, baby. Hey, you see, Rotten list. Tomatoes no. disabled the audience score, and and they finally revealed it because. Um, I think it was Breibart, uh, Breibart News had had uh, been covering it and railing on him on social media, and they ended up saying, okay, here's the audience score, and it was 2%. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the thing is, too, is like I, um, 
I looked at the YouTube, the National Geographic yeah, one, like the the trailer yeah. for it. It had like eighty thousand oh, yeah. thumbs I, down. My, mine was but one I, of those thumbs. I, I went there for that. <laughs> yeah, I I wa- dude, I deleted my YouTube account a long time ago. I reactivated it, logged in just so I could thumb it down. <laughs> but I watched the full trailer, and it's you know the way that they present oh, this stuff God. to people. He's a victim, and his daughter. Yeah, and he's he's like you know you, the, the 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 choices you got to make you know to you know it's it's a lot of stress and, you know it's a, you know a lot a lot of people have a lot of animosity <laughs> towards me you know from fucking up all the gay people in you know the nineties and shit like that but but then his daughter his daughter's like in there talking and she's like they don't get to see like the dad that I had like he like swung me on the swings and like people don't see that I'm like yeah because he's fucking putting vaccines in the yeah. kids that's yeah. why no one fucking cares if he pushed you on the swings <laughs> yeah. a couple times he, he's, inter- he's no engineering infectious cares. diseases that he was told not to engineer and and she's yeah. like but my dad fuck your dad kid uh <laughs> fuck your dad uh, kid. i don't know nobody voted for him he's not an elected official why the fuck does he get a say and and if we get to see our family for christmas and it's, it's too, too soon. To, it's too, it's soon. too soon. It's, it's just too early. Too, it's we too early don't to know. tell. I don't know. <laughs> There's gonna be another I'm, surge. I'm fuck. You know, yeah, another wave. I'm fucking Jewish. I'm Jewish. I don't fuck with Christmas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bada boom. So you know, we'll see. We'll see if we let the uh, you know, we'll see if we let the Gentiles celebrate this year. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> fuck that. God, fuck I that guy. Uh, well the the thing is too is. I feel that the, the the psychological operation, and they're very good at it. So they have people convinced now that whatever they can, whatever they say mm. next, is just the new rule. And there's so many people out there that just go, "Okay, yeah, that's fine." Yeah, you know, I I mean, like that, like the guy that was talking to uh, you know White Rabbit. Uh, they won't let me in the store. I'm like, a bitch, I'm in yeah. front of you in the store. I don't know what are you talking about or. Uh, you know, a lot of people say this now too. Um, if I want to go into a store, like they'll pause if the if the mask sign is up there, and they're like, "Oh, I don't have my mask." I'm like, "Just walk in the Just walk, go in. walk in." Well, they're gonna they're gonna make me put on them. They're not gonna make you do no. anything. They won't make you fucking do no. anything. But enough people are are so um, hesitant towards any kind of authoritative you know body saying something mm-hmm. to them when again they're like i've i've heard i heard this one too like it's the law it's the law oh show me well congress votes on yeah. laws so give me the penal code whatever give shoot it right yeah. at me baby because i'd like yeah, i'd like shoot to that it. penal right at uh, the country <laughs> shoot it at me baby if chris if i was up to, i mean jerry because i do want to give you the floor to talk a little bit about what you were mentioning before we started recording with the test um that your significant other requested um chris man I, who knows man maybe go in there the next time when like when testing starts up and just be like oh yeah we got the the swab with ethylene oxide that you know causes cancer it's listed on the cdc website uh, just be like, I, you know what? Do you guys have the anal swab? And just see what they say. Yeah. Just see. They're like, <laughs> can I get the the old? Yeah. Yeah. Give me that. Give me that moon clover. Well, give me I'll, that. I'll see. I'll see, I'll see I what I can do about that. Yeah, but uh, you yeah, know, I'm sure my uh, sergeant who. 
my source is the one that has to administer the test. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure he's going to be real happy with me when I say, hey, I'm going to drop my pants and you can swab my asshole yeah. instead of my nose. I think they'll, they'll be That's all right. on board for no, that. No, 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 no. It's, well, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's a medical procedure, Chris. We're not here to insult people, okay? We're trying to keep the community safe. So just right. let your... And just and look look back at your sergeant and be like, my safe word is yeah. hands up. Yeah. When he goes, <laughs> when he goes, when he goes to swab, ask him goes. if he's in. <laughs> but but they're not in all in all seriousness, they're not giving. They're they're only giving you the PCR test, right? That's that's what they're telling you. This is the test you can have. They're doing the PCR test. It's the quick result test. Uh, takes anywhere from I I they said like fifteen to thirty minutes or. But I, we're finding out that they come back like at an hour to forty-five minutes after yeah. the test. Um, but that's the only yeah. one that they're offering us. Okay. Shitty. So, uh, Jerry, you have the floor. Uh, why don't you mention a little bit about um, some of the testing that you you were uh, discussing before we started recording? So, my uh, significant other works for another department, and they they are not mandating which is fabulous. So their union's holding strong and the mayor of their town is saying, we don't see a need. Same thing, we've been protecting, we've been serving, everybody's safe, let's just keep doing what we're doing. And so they said, well, we're gonna test. And so basically Brian's like, well, they're gonna test me with the ethanol oxide. And I'm like, well, you know that is cancerous. And so we, we go down in that rabbit hole and it's obviously cancerous. And if you look, do any research that says, well, you would have to get swabbed all these times for it to even cause something. But I think they don't take into account that firefighters have like a seven to 10 times higher rate of getting cancer than anybody mm -hmm. else. So then you mm -hmm. put that cancer load on us and we take into environment, stress, all that other thing. And now you're going to put a swab up our nose that is extremely vascular, that has cancer causing products. And not only you're going to do it once, you're going to do it every time we work for the rest of our career. Gee. And you don't think that's going to cause possibly negative effects. So I got to give kudos to Brian because knowing this, he challenged the department and said, you know, there's other options. Mm -hmm. There's FIT, there's Gamma, there's other options. Why are we doing this one? And Semen. And they made it and it made a difference. Good. And now you have a choice. And that's what this is all about. It's just about yeah. a choice. Yeah, that's all anyone right. wants is the choice. And uh, I, it, the, the, the craziest part is, you had said earlier, not necessarily anti-vaccine. Uh, I'm not either. My, my kids are all vaccinated. But um, I, I, I think people are assuming you're anti-vax because you don't want to have this bullshit shot that they developed rapidly. And they're not giving, they're telling you the government's here to help you. It's free. We're, why would we just give this product away for free if we weren't trying to help you? Yeah, but I almost think let's, let's just take the vaccine out mm -hmm. of it, right? Let's let's call it a purple apple, yeah. right? Like everybody mm -hmm. has to have this purple mm -hmm. apple. Everybody has to eat this purple apple. You don't eat the purple apple, you can't go to restaurants, you can't go to concerts. That makes me take a step back mm -hmm. and go, why are you being so forceful yeah. on this? Why yeah. why don't I get a choice? And I think this is a slippery slope. Once we, I mean, we already went down the mass road, mm -hmm. and that's that we learned. So now you're going to allow the government. I saw an amazing quote the other day that said, nobody should enact a law that steps on personal right of medical decisions. And that is what Biden mm -hmm. did. 
He is calling out the unvaccinated. No one should have that right. No one should have that power. So it's not about the vaccine. It's about the rights and the freedoms. And if we keep giving them away, we're never, ever getting them exactly. back. Absolutely. Yeah, we said that beforehand. If you give an inch, they're going to take a mile, and you don't ever get that personal freedom back. You will not. The government does not work that way. As soon as they can take more power on, they're going to take that power and keep that yep. power. That's just the way it works. Yeah. My my kids have a book called If You Give a Cookie, <laughs> If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. And and essentially the entire book is you, you, there's this cat guarding the house, cold outside, mouse comes in, he's hungry. So the cat says, fine, I know it's cold outside, I'll give you a cookie. Well, then the cat asks for milk. Then the cat asks for a warm place to stay. Then the cat asks where he can hang his fucking jacket, you know, and it keeps going and going. And right now... You know, we already. Then the mouse is fucking yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, next thing you know. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought. Oh, next whoopsies. thing you know, the the cats having mouse babies, and we're in front of <laughs> Maury. Um, but he, he, but what what we're seeing is, you know, they ask, they ask, hey, two weeks to 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 stop the curve. Let's all wear masks and stay home. We did that. Now they want everybody vaccinated, and they have a number they want to hit. And I think part of the reason, along with what Jerry had said earlier about them trying to defund all of this stuff, which is a brilliant theory. I never thought about that until now, but regular. I think that, excuse me, part of the, oh, COVID, I know, I'll, I'll test after the show. Part of the idea of them doing all of this is because they know that first responders and medical workers make up a huge number of our population and they're trying to hit a certain number and and biden said it a million times we need x percentage of america vaccinated before we can even think about getting back to normal so they have a hard target and i think they're having a really hard time or they were prior to them saying all of these heroes from the last year now need to be vaccinated now they're taking that hard stance, knowing that if they can get at least a certain percentage of the first responders to take the vaccine, they can hit these numbers. It's weird because they have mm-hmm. like this quota for this experimental gene therapy that they need to hit. It's almost like if they'll get a bonus if they get the number. You know what I mean? And it well, well according con- to con- Jen Bukaki all over my face, <laughs> uh, only there's only twenty percent of the nation that hasn't been vaccinated. I'm like, where the fuck did you get They're that? Just making number? shit up. Well, you mean you mean to tell Jer- me that like 280 million people have yeah, got it? But in these the are United they're, States, they're also telling you bullshit. Biden got 80 million votes. So same people. They're always they're always moving the 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 field goal to get closer. To the, they're always changing the goal. It starts off like, okay, we're all going to wear masks, and then we're all going to get vaccinated. We want 30 percent vaccinated. We want 50, 60, 70. 80 now it's like 90 percent they want vaccinated it's never going to stop they're always going to keep moving that goal to wherever they the end game is for them it's yeah it's a constant battle if they you know it starts off like two weeks to flatten the curve and now look where we're at everyone's yeah. got to get a fucking vaccine to, to to work or we're gonna get fired i will lose my job eventually when they say the mandate's coming we have to be vaccinated i'm going to sit there and say uh no i don't want to be vaccinated they're going to suspend me until I get it. They're going to give me like a 30 day suspension without pay. And then they'll fire me. I don't have, it's insane. I don't have any outs. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do. 
and I'm scared. I'm scared to say that, you know, because I, I'm not going to bend. I'm not going to get the vaccine, and that's going to make my family destitute. Mm-hmm. I'm the sole provider, the sole income for my family. God bless my wife. She's working her ass off, but she works out of school for free so our kids could go into a private school, and then she works part-time two days a week at a dental office. We can't live on that income. Yeah. I'm going to take all my money, and it's going to be gone. And what I don't is, know what to do. What and is the... It's the destruction of the nuclear It family. absolutely is, which was part of BLM's whole idea of, of marching, um, which is insane why people actually still believe in this group. But, Chris, in your department, is the consensus kind of similar to yours? I know that there's a bunch of people that have gotten the vaccine that were right out of the gate, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of us that don't want the vaccine and that don't want the mask and don't just don't want to be infringed upon. I think mm-hmm. the guys I've talked to and one of my really close buddies, he works at a different agency. He goes, I just took it because I didn't want to deal with the headache anymore. I didn't want to have to fill out the paperwork saying that I, I'm not doing it. And it just, he goes, I, I took it, but I'm not going to give it to my kids. Well, if you conceded for yourself, exactly. It, what else is good? What else is going to come? You're eventually going to concede for your kids because yep. you don't want to change things or make the waves. But I'm gonna. I'm standing firm in the ground, and I'm. I'm not gonna get it. I said I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get it. And you will have to fire me. And then I'll be on the the free. You know the unemployment mm-hmm. line, taking that check from the state because you guys just put me out. Because I, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not. You're gonna have to fire me. And because I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna be the right. guys. Well, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna quit because that screws yourself. I'm gonna have to jump on board with the other people that are like-minded that are willing to sacrifice their job and to, to fight a fight i mean mm-hmm. i don't see my other outs i just don't unfortunately and it scares me shitless i wake up i i, I, wake I feel up like it's night. yeah it's fucking terrible i feel like it's the systematic implementation in a in a very slow kill way of implementing communism oh yeah but straight up socialism communism um breadline soup kitchens and the state's raising the kids or the state's taking the kids because who's to say, right? These sick motherfuckers don't come out with something along the lines of, well, if you're not going to be getting your kids, these vaccines, you're an unfit well, parent. We're, we're, we're going to come. Take we're already seeing that. From. We're already seeing that. that they're, yeah. they're trying to convince the DOJ that any parent who's speaking out against mask mandates and vaccine vaccine ma- mandates at their kids school board meetings. Uh, they want them to be considered domestic terrorists. When did you guys see when, what they're doing with insurance? No, what? What's? Oh no, no, no. What's, so what's really going on interesting. There? there was, um, I think it was New Orleans, a hospital. Basically, the hospital said, if your significant other or family is not vaccinated, we will no longer be able to cover them under your insurance. Wow. So, wow. so it's starting. And you know, oh, it's I did. See, I did see that, Jerry. I did see that. Great point. I did see Jeez. that. Yes. So now, now the employer is having dictation over. Probably wrong word, but you're having, <laughs> yeah, having, choosing to make decisions for your family. Yeah. So your yeah. employer is now making, putting you in a position that if you don't choose to get your children and the husband or wife vaccinated, they're going to lose their health care. This is insane. That is insane. You you'd mentioned it earlier about how does HR have this this 
this much power over your family and and your choice of, of as being an individual. Um, that that's that's terrifying. So much more than you losing your job and this and that because doctors have sworn an oath to to take care of you, save you the best they can, and now they're turning people away that aren't vaccinated. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And why? So I get a vaccine, so I get less sick for a disease I'm not even going to get because I've already had COVID yeah. and I have antibodies yeah. that actually work against the variants opposed to the vaccine that doesn't work against yeah, the well, well, the vaccine is what's well, causing the variants. This is... And, this... The, and the, the guy that created it even said, this is designed for old and mm-hmm. sick people. It is not designed for healthy and young. Healthy and young need to get this disease, need to get past it to build natural immunity so we truly get herd immunity. And we moved past it. Yeah, that's how it was with chickenpox when I was a kid. I remember having to go play with other kids who had chickenpox because they wanted you to get it, get over it. And same with the flu vaccine. You know, there was always the commercials on the radio and the TV. You go get your flu shot if you're at risk, right? And, And that's what they're missing out here. They're saying everybody's at risk. We know that we know that's mm-hmm. not true. We know that's not true. And it, and it doesn't matter yeah. how much evidence we present people. There are a lot of people that I know that have kind of changed their tune that kind of, kind of starting to see the light a little bit out of this whole COVID bullshit. But there there's people who will still tell you that's not true. That's fake. That's why Twitter blocked it. <laughs> um, that's why Facebook took it down <laughs> and, and they're, they're doing a really good job at claiming the facts as misinformation. You know, I saw a really interesting study, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but you know how many people actually watch opposing views, whether it's on social media, news, or whatever? Hit me. Yeah. Hit- 97% do not watch opposing views. So we have 3% of the population that's actually watching something that is against their narrative. Yeah. So it's yeah. so easy to influence people. I had, I would just... I wish everyone would take a moment and get off mainstream media and do some research about how the Pfizer vaccine is not approved, Mm -hmm. how people are transmitting and still contracting. I mean, the department, I can tell you right now, my department and my boyfriend's department, 50% of the people that are out on COVID leave are vaccinated. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but if people don't research and don't look out side mm-hmm. of their norm in between American Idol and American Got Talent, yeah. they're just going to see what's being fed. And I, I really advise people to do their research, read the pamphlet, read what's in it, read the side effects mm-hmm. and make an educated decision before pushing it down people's throats because there's people on the news cell telling you, you need to get something. Yeah. yeah. What's funny is what's all of this information about the opposing side of the COVID vaccine is on the CDC's website. You can find out how many people have died from what uh, age range, all of that stuff. But people refuse to dig because they don't make it easy for you to find that stuff. And when no, it's really hard to get onto bears. Super, bears is not super. user. Friendly. No, not at all. No, not yeah, at all. bears is a motherfucker. Yeah. It's like yeah. Windows ninety eight. <laughs> Yeah, and they and they did that on purpose. You know what I mean? Because they know people are going to get there and go, "This shit looks too complicated," and just close it up. Um, But you can take advantage of that stuff to figure out real quick whether or not. And and it's funny because like my my in laws, my father in law, he's he's right on board. He's a fellow hooligan. My mother in law, on the other hand, 
Facebook, and TV. Ugh. That's where she gets her news from. Yeah, Yowza. so we'll get opposing views all the time about, she'll ask me, well, why haven't you gotten the vaccine? Meanwhile, my father-in-law's like, because it's fucking experimental mRNA vaccine. You think he wants to be tracked by the government? And, <laughs> you know, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And do you know how much my cum is currently going <laughs> yeah. for? Yeah, no, see? thank you. Because you're okay. pure blood. You're welcome. <laughs> I see it well. Well, well, you know what's interesting, too, is, is you, you've you never seen this. Uh, I, I mean, even with mainstream media, when's the last time we've seen an article about, like, um, you know, uh, rainforest tribe decimated by COVID <laughs> virus? Yeah. Amish population dropping by the yeah. thousands. Yeah. Did you see you the article I mean? about Amish that came out yesterday? No. What, what, so what was that? really interesting. So they basically decided to just let it run through. Smart. Because they're kind of, they're, they're not into doctors, they're not into medicine, and they just are more of a natural, holistic approach. And it basically came through and it's gone and it's done. <laughs> so all the Amish are dead is what you're saying. No, 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 no. Very, very, very small amount, very small amount got sick and didn't make it. But it has coming up. Yeah, which is typical because we see that. I mean, when you look at the deaths from flu over the past year, non-existent. Wait, what happened? What happened? The flu? COVID beat the flu. It, it doesn't exist. COVID, COVID oh, chased yeah, it out. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. But it, well, it, the same the the same people say this about the flu. If you say well, what happened to the flu, it's because we're wearing masks and social distancing. Okay, so then why is COVID up so high? Because we're not wearing enough masks and we're not social distancing. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Cause it, they, but that's what the TV tells them. You know what I mean? And all you have to do is just use a little bit of logic. A little bit. That's all I'm asking anybody to do. And we've already said, you know, we're not telling people to not get it. We're just asking people to look at the other side of it. Is it, is it actually worth getting? Even if, even if it was as effective as they said, right? Say it's 85% effective. Why would you still get it if you have nearly 100% chance of beating COVID with no issues at all? None of it makes any sense. But like you said with the... And make no, make no mistake. Uh, sorry, I mean to catch you. Make no mistake. Fauci, Biden, Harris, all these fucking people, all the, uh, the, the individuals that are running local offices around the nation that are pro-vax, they did not get, the, I 100% guarantee you, they did no. not get the same vaccine or a vaccine at all that they're no, giving. No, absolutely not. I won't get, my, Fauci didn't get fucking, he's like, I'm yeah. not fucking putting that you shit in You your body. goddamn mind. All right, give me, <laughs> give me that, give me that yeah, saline, shit, baby. I'm not trying to, I'm trying home. to be an X-Man. Don't put that shit in me. Um, <laughs> but, so... Here's here's the the part that people should be most upset about is that the FDA, the CDC, all of Congress, White House staff, um any Senate member and 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 all of their staff, all of these politicians, they're exempt from getting the vaccine. I can tell you right now that we don't need politicians, but we do need police mm -hmm. officers, we do need firefighters, we do need medical personnel. Um, we do need mechanics. Mechanics can probably take over the electrician's job. So unfortunately, big country, we probably don't need electricians. But wow! <laughs> but but in all honesty, the 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 politicians that run this country are trying to convince you that they're exempt from getting this for for one reason or another. And then when you tell them, "Cool, I don't want it either," 
then you're fired. And good luck to you supporting your family. Isn't that insane? Insane. I mean, and uh, when, you know, when they fact checked that on Facebook, it was like, this isn't true because um, they basically are being asked to, but then they're getting, <laughs> they don't have yeah. to because of reasonable accommodation. Yeah. So it's, no, you can get a reasonable accommodation, but a fire and a police can't. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're doing. They're saying, hey, fill out all these religious exemptions. Let's figure out how many of you guys we have to fire. Yeah. And then uh, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. You know, zero mm-hmm. to zero in 18 exactly. months is insane. But uh, how many yeah. people, you know, uh, you, you don't, if you, if you don't have the answer to this, it's fine. But just uh, how many people do you know that physically can't have the vaccine? Because maybe they do have an autoimmune deficiency. Um, maybe they have recovered from cancer and, and their, their immune system is completely well, shot. And they're, they're, they're up to get fired anyway. Yeah, but we don't know. Yeah. I mean, that would be a fabulous yeah. question if we actually mm-hmm. know. But this gene therapy is new. We've never used it in this way. It was used for a cancer drug. Mm-hmm. So I can't, no one can even truly answer. I mean, finally, the ingredients got released the other day. Mm-hmm. So there's not good science behind it right now to even know what people should and shouldn't right. get. It. So that's why it's still experimental. And that's why there needs to be a choice. Wherever there's harm, there should be choice. Yeah. And vaccines are not safe and effective. Vaccines are somewhat safe and sometimes effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the best mm-hmm. way to put it. Yeah, and, well and they, and they never tell you that. They say, no, you're good. You're good to go. Um, you got warning labels on, on beer. You got warning labels on hot coffee. They don't put a warning label. <laughs> they don't put a warning label on vaccines. And they just, okay, good luck, you know. And, um, like, I remember when when all of our kids were getting ready to have their MMR shot and we asked the doctor, can we split those up? I don't want to have them all in one shot. And they ask why. And we tell them, well, you know, according to a lot of the information out there, the MMR shot triggers a lot of this shit later on in kids. And we don't want to risk any of that. We're already taking a risk by getting them vaccinated. And, our doctor had no problem with it, but I do know doctors who are like, no, we're not doing that, you know? And that's the saddest part about all of this is now you're starting to see doctors who are just denying care. There was, there was a, there was a lady, I forget where, but she was about to have a a kidney or liver transplant. It's kidney. kidney. And and they, they said, Oh, you're not vaccinated. Too bad. Sorry. We're, We're not doing it. That's crazy. How sick is that? And I mean, vaccine, this is straight out of 1984. Yeah. yeah, and the vaccine has no issues with her transplant. Yeah. She's actually yeah. not a good candidate for a true vaccine yeah. because her immune system is going to be way down. Mm-hmm. So why would you force her to get that? Yeah, and they're, and they're yeah. doing, they're, they're, they're forcing pregnant women to get the vaccine too, which is... And no long-term study. Yeah, and, but I remember all three times my wife was pregnant and any time they wanted to give her a shot, it was a huge debate on... Okay, well, let's see how big the baby is, how far along, because there's only certain things that they can put in a pregnant woman's body that won't harm the child and won't harm the mother and and or change anything, you know, uh, as far as the birth goes. And they're like. Really interesting. I would I always say this. Wouldn't it be fabulous to pull a child's blood before you start vaccinating them to see what underlying medical conditions they might be prone to or what kind of. DNA sequences they might have 
But instead, we just massively vaccinate these kids that have, we have no idea how they're going to develop, how they're developing. Mm-hmm. And we just pound them with these chemicals and go, oh, cancer's through the roof, autism's through the roof, ADH is through the roof. Oh, we have no yeah. idea why. Yeah, exactly. And and instead yeah. of focusing on, you know, uh, I, I'm convinced, and I know big country is too, they have a cure for cancer. But unfortunately, you see kids, you know, with cancer all the time. Um, but instead of focusing on something that is much more harmful to children and, and childhood obesity, they're worried about getting these kids who are, my kids are super active and, and we all had COVID also. Um, but they, they hardly get sick. They get you know, the seasonal allergies. Um, but that's, that's pretty much the extent of it, but they want to jab these kids who, who have shown very low signs of transmitting the, the disease. They've shown a uh, great recovery from COVID and they're still concerned about when do we get the kids? When can you guys give us the shot for kids? That's what they're waiting for. That's fucking, it's super scary, man. And, and the thing too, about, you know, vaccines and stuff like that. I mean, I, I have my own stance on it. Everybody's going to, if you have a child, you will, you will have, to make a decision right you'll have to do your own due diligence you have to do your own research on it um and at the end of the day it's 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 really a gamble right either way you know um i mean i was called a bad father because i didn't vaccinate my child <laughs> and um by some fucking twat waffle on the internet and i was like oh okay so uh what's your opinion on someone like jimmy savile do you even fucking know who that is i'm like you have no yeah. idea what actual child abuse is so shut the fuck up <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, you, you know, Jerry, you said it, you know, the, there's so many things that are that are increasing rapidly in children, uh, you know, uh, autism, ADHD, ADD, cancer, all these things. And then, you know, we had somebody on the show, Andre from Project Depario, which was such a powerful episode. And he's talking about the fact that, you know, kids are the future They're, they why why do they want to go after children so bad and especially when you start looking at things like child trafficking and 800,000 kids come up missing every year that's just the ones that are reported and then all this stuff comes and as soon as they were like okay what can we do next oh that's right the kids and then california i don't gavin newsom is is in my is a is a fucking is a, a an off-breed inbred spawn yeah. of satan he came out with this fucking new law or mandate or I don't know where the fuck you call it. I don't even know how you implement this, but that uh, main major um, retailers now have to carry a, a transgendered toy yeah. section. Yeah, they're not allowed to have a boy's section and a girl section anymore. Like, okay, what what kid, what fucking, give me one child out there who's like mommy you know what i i got the pink power ranger i got the red power ranger but how about like a neutral yeah. one that just really just give fits me a beige my kind of <laughs> like an like an offbeat tan yeah. um to really fit my play style like what the fuck okay. are we talking well, about here, here, here's the thing because that's stupid we all know that um but gavin <laughs> newsom also says that um there's areas of california where you can walk into a store and if you steal items that cost less than essentially a thousand dollars then it is nothing more than a a a citation if if the cops respond 
but it's gotten to the point where the cops don't respond because it's not worth their time. So people are walking in and out. I just saw a video of guys up in San Francisco walking into a grocery store pharmacy, going behind the counter and is stealing as much medication as they can. And they know exactly what they're taking. You know what I mean? But now this guy's telling you that if you're a retailer and you don't have uh, a gender neutral toy section, they will fine you. They will fine you something like $5,000 if you don't have that in your store. So he's letting criminals walk out of businesses with products, but he's going to find a store that says, well, this is where the boys can shop and this is where the girls can shop. If you're a girl and you like, you know, footballs, then go right over there and and pick it up yourself. They're not saying that he acts like there's a fucking electrical fence between the boys and girls section and you got to show your dick to get in. (laughs) Yeah, that was like that fucking one. <laughs> that was that one post that I said. I saw it, um, and I shared it on the show. That guy that, or that it was a, some chick, right? Super, uh, like out, outspoken uh, feminist, and she was like, "The female detergent by Tresemme, same ingredients, five dollars more expensive than the men's sh- Tresemme <laughs> shampoo." This is. The systematic destruction of women's rights, and we have to in this guy comments. <laughs> then just buy the male version, yeah. you fucking cunt. What are you talking a, about? Just buy yeah, the cheaper one. Be a savvy one. shopper. <laughs> be a savvy shopper. <laughs> T-shirt idea. Um, Jerry, can you, uh, as we get to the end of the show here, can can you speak on, um, it, you know, maybe there's some people that are having conversations in your department about, hey, if we're faced with termination, what are we going to do? Um, you know, I mean, is, is there, is there any kind of talk about that? I mean, first of all, I would like to say that, um, firing first responders, especially during a pandemic, probably not a very good look, but people can't even really put that together. But, uh, I mean, jobs are a plethora right now. And I know in trades and in, you know, something like being a first responder, like a firefighter, police officer, nurse, doctor, what have you. I mean, this is something these people are passionate about. Like, no one stumbled into being a firefighter. (laughs) Like, oh, I tripped on an application and I became a firefighter, you know? So this is a passion that these people have. So, you know, that's got to be a little bit more. Like, I'm an electrician. I'm I'm proud of what I do. I love working with my hands. But if it ever came to be that my company was like, hey, you got to get the jab or you're gone. I'm like, fucking give me my last check, bitch. I'll go be an electrician somewhere Mm -hmm. else. You know what I mean? But it's different for me because I have that ability versus... You know, this, someone like yourself, Jerry, who's very passionate about this particular industry that you're in. So has there been any, I know it's kind of rambling, there's a long, um, but has there been any talk about that? No, it's it's just coercion at its, its biggest extent. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're going to go through the process. We, we have lawyers that are hopefully going to stop it. But I don't, I, I'm concerned that it's not going to stop because I believe it's a bigger conversation just than just san diego it's california it's statewide mm-hmm. so if we don't stop this and if we don't change the direction we'll, we'll apply for religious or medical exemptions they're going to deny them and then every individual is going to be faced with the decision do i go against my own value mm-hmm. my decision making my medical intuition to get a jab that is going to be null and void in three more months because i'm going to need a booster to keep food on my table and keep protecting the city I love, or do I stand strong in my conviction and 
try to ride the tide and have more people go, no, this is against multiple amendments. It's about personal freedom. It's about personal choice. I can still protect you as a firefighter vaccinated or mm -hmm. not, as we know, because it doesn't change whether you can transmit or get. So it's politics <laughs> at its best. Yeah. What? Imagine being someone in a burning building, like trapped under some fucking lumber. And you run, Jerry runs, and they're like, I'm here to rescue you. And they're like, wait, are you vaccinated? And you're like, no. They're like, give me another one. I'll take <laughs> yeah. the next one. Send the next one in. You know? Get the next yeah. one. Oh, I don't want you to give me COVID. I'd rather burn to death. <laughs> well, what's going to end up happening is all of these vaccinated people are, say, say it does happen. Say they say, okay, you're not vaccinated. You're fired. Get out of here. Then you have only vaccinated people. Then you're going to see these only vaccinated people get sick and then what are they going to do you know what i mean because now what you're going to have to fucking put all of these people on leave for 10 days and then the other thing that they're doing is every single symptom of any cold any allergen or uh, allergic reaction whether it's to pollen or whatever um or flu symptoms those are all symptoms of covid you got a headache you probably got covid you're you got yeah. you got a little bit of the backdoor trots. You probably got COVID. You're sweating too much. You probably got COVID. You know, so it happened at my son's school. He he had a 24 hour stomach bug, puking his little head off. And uh, my wife called. Big mistake on her part. Saying my son is throwing up. They said, oh, we need a negative COVID test, or or uh, we need um, we need him to stay home for 10 days. I said, well, he's going to be home for 10 days because there's no way I'm putting a seven-year-old through a COVID test like that. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, getting to, it's getting to a very scary point. And, and never, the, never mind the fact that it's a massive violation of the Nuremberg Exactly. I mean, and we could go down a whole rabbit hole on whether or not the Nuremberg trial was just a big fucking sham so we can get a bunch of Nazi scientists. <laughs> Nevertheless, there's an international code based yeah. on this. Um, and then, you know, uh, fuck boy, I don't know if you listened to, um, Sam's last, one of his last episodes, he had Owen Benjamin on there. I fucking love Owen Benjamin. That oh, I, didn't, I didn't finish but, it. Uh, you know, when he was talking about, uh, when the, the government was doing experiments on the black yeah. population with the Tuskegee yeah. experiment and they're like, oh, that was a long time <laughs> ago. Right. And he's like, no, like the Dukes of Hazard was on TV yeah. and shit. Like when this no, was wasn't, it on. wasn't that long ago. And, and, and they did it with the prison population they do it with children in foster homes. It's they did it with the they gay did it with population. The, they did with it the with the fucking... gay population in in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, and Fauci was a part of that too. And but ha, meanwhile, fucker. they're telling there are people who are convinced the government is trying to help us. <laughs> no, if that was the case, they they would be telling you here's some ivermectin. Make sure you exercise uh, three to four times a week at maybe an hour and a half, two hours. You know, here's a free gym membership. Um, here's some fruits and vegetables. Here's how to start your own garden. You know what I mean? Uh, here's how do you build your immunity? Instead, they're like, guess what? Large pizzas are five dollars. Here's our exper experimental gene therapy and uh and your and your donut. Yeah, you get a and, free donut. Just one though. Not not a dozen. They don't even give you a fucking dozen. A dozen. They give you one That's donut. It, and That's all yeah, I'm worth. That we're just cattle to them. We're just cattle to them. But what's going to yeah. end up happening is they're not going to have any fucking taxes to pay anybody because all of the real <laughs> essential people are not working anymore. <laughs> well, 
And you know what? People really need to know that. You bring up a fabulous point that the majority of the comorbidities are diabetes, hypertension, mm-hmm. and overweight. Those are the three highest comorbidities for why don't why are we not talking exactly. about why are we not talking about weight? Why are we not talking about sunshine and exercise? Mm-hmm. It really scares me to think that you're pushing a go inside, wear a mask, get a pharmaceutical, but there's no conversation about health. So it 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 makes you just assume that they are not really concerned about your health and Yeah. Yeah. And anybody that yeah. believes they well, are, are out of their mind. You stop being friends with them. <laughs> And and I want to point this out, and Jerry will get will give you an opportunity as we get to the end of the show right now to maybe shout out some ways that people can follow you, support you, people that are maybe in San Diego, in California that that might want to come help, uh, you know, stand their ground with you guys. Um, something that a lot of people don't know. Okay, so the number one killer of people worldwide is something called democide, death by government. Tight. They don't have a very good track record. <laughs> the number one killer of Americans, I believe, is heart disease. And the number three killer of Americans is medical malpractice. So we have death by government, <laughs> number one. You know, de- number one in America, basically being mm. overweight, obesity. And then number three is fucking going to the doctor. What's odd to me is that no one dies at their house no. from COVID. When's the last time there was a Nobody. report of, uh, yeah, man, you know, I just haven't heard from my uncle in a while. Oh, shit, he died of COVID while he's sitting on the... No, because it, it doesn't fucking happen. People feel sick. They go to the doctor. And we we know about this early on. They were told to hold off on treating anybody until they need to be intubated. Because you remember when they had all these fucking ventilators made... Right, fucking GM and Ford shut down shop to build these ventilators, filled them with hospitals, and they were they were not in use. But they had told people, "We're not treating you until you need to be intubated." So they're waiting until you're close to fucking death before they actually decide to treat you. They refuse to give you mm-hmm. ivermectin, which coincidentally enough, that new Pfizer pill, the main ingredient, the main active ingredient in it is the same active ingredient as, in ivermectin. Yeah, ivermectin. so they're just. Never mind hydroxychloroquine and vitamin yeah. C and uh, Z pack yeah. and eating and eating your greens and fruits and vegetables and you know clean eating and exercise and all that shit. No one wants to fucking talk about that. Like Jerry had said, there this is all going over everybody's head, and I it's so weird how programmed people are that they're just like we got to go with what the government says. And anybody who's allowing Dr. Fauci to decide whether or not they can go trick or treat can can shove their own head up their own ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and big and big country. The one you're leaving out is cancer. That's number. Two. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. So you have heart disease, cancer, those two, and going to the doctors. So how do you prevent that? You eat healthy. You take care of yourself. You do some self realization and some things that make you happy, mm-hmm. and then all those are avoided. So I mean, I guess I appreciate you guys so much. This was a fabulous conversation, and I'm so glad to have people that are my like-minded that you can throw these things off of and the only thing i can say is be compassionate Mm -hmm. absolutely compassionate to people's choice the the stuff on twitter and facebook and the comments are so disheartening Mm -hmm. and i try not to read them but sometimes they go down those rabbit holes 
Sure. Everybody has a choice. Human nature. Human nature. But everyone has a choice and support and love your fellow humans. Exactly. Regardless of their choice. And, you know, if you have any part of you that thinks that this is important to have personal choice about medical treatment, follow us. Support your fellow firefighter. Support your fellow city worker. We're going to be at Civic Center um, the 22nd at 3.30. We are a Go on Firefighters for Freedom. They're doing great work in the state of California. And if we don't change the tide in California, it's going to happen in other mm-hmm. states. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, well, Jerry, I just want to thank you so much for your time. Hopefully you had fun. I, I know we definitely did. And, and you, you came on here and you just fucking crushed it. Um, definitely want to have you back on the future. Keep us posted and updated on what's going on. Uh, maybe you can even jump in our Discord. I don't know if you know how that works, but that's a lot of fun. We'd love to have you in there. Just kind of basically a community where everybody can chat about different things. Uh, maybe you just want to stay in the lane of talking about recipes or 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 uh, sports or whatever it is. It's not just conspiracy. We like having new hooligans in there all the time. And Jerry, uh, I think I can speak for myself, Boya, and uh, Chris, who took off a little bit ago, but you're most definitely a truth hooligan, and, and we do appreciate you 100% with what you guys are doing Absolutely. out there. Um, not just standing up to a fucking bold-faced tyranny, but for being a first responder, for, for being a firefighter. Um, and, and one thing I want to leave <clears throat> with tonight, a, a challenge to everybody out there. Imagine how um, fast this virus finger quotes right we could go into germ theory but that's like a whole nother episode um how fast this would disappear if you just took one week one full week no social media don't watch mm-hmm. tv spend time with your with, with your spouse your kids go for a walk go 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 to the you know park go play some sports play some board games Imagine how quickly you'll forget about the world's most deadliest virus that's killing almost fucking nobody. <laughs> that it would be eye-opening to a lot of people, mm-hmm. but so many people, I mean, you guys remember just a few nights ago when fucking Facebook and Instagram yeah. went down, like how many fucking OnlyFans chicks were out there like contemplating, you know, suicide because <laughs> no one was subscribing to their butthole pictures for like 6 hours or whatever. I mean, I the the mass hysteria is. I got to tell crazy. you though, I didn't even realize any of those were down. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize until they were back up, and I saw these memes. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> well, you know what? I I did notice it only because I was trying to I was trying to post a video at the at the time that I was happening. I was like, "Man, Instagram's being a bitch right now." So then I kind of forgot about it, and then it, and it kind of came back up later. But um, yeah, I mean. Boy, I, all of us are old enough to remember, like we, we talked about in one of the episodes we did, we all saw the transition from mm-hmm. analog to digital. And when we were in the analog stage, right, this, this, the 90s greatest decade ever, uh, we did yeah. fine. We did just, just fine. fine. We were all alive. Like no one died because we didn't have, yeah. you know what I mean? These, these things that, that people use and abuse mm-hmm. now. And, um, you know, but we have people out there like Jerry who are snapping next cash and checks Absolutely. and uh, um, fighting against uh, against tyranny. So, Jerry, thank you again so much for your time. We appreciate you coming on. We'll definitely have you back and keep us posted on that. 
Um, boy, anything else, sir? No, man. Uh, I think you said it. Thanks, Jerry. We appreciate everything you do for our community. Um, and I, the community is, is going to be at a loss if, if this shit continues. Um, but if you happen to see Nathan Fletcher, um, at any of these rallies, just, just one giant middle finger for me. Um, and, uh, same goes for Todd Gloria. Um, I would say suck my dick, but he might enjoy that way too much. So. <laughs> he does the little little foot wiggle under the stall like, were you serious yeah, about that he does or? he does he's a little stall <laughs> little little sugar in his tank but uh but definitely jerry we're gonna have to keep in touch with you because we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep updated and uh and we'll definitely follow um the firefighters for freedom and we will share anything that they uh they post that might be happening in our neck of the woods for sure. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you. So that's it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I've been one of your hosts, Big Boy. And we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this, hell. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.